Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey friends, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. I am thankful just for the time that we have to spend together this week and hopefully, Lord willing, each week as this podcast comes out each Friday, maybe it's morning, maybe it's afternoon, whatever time of of wherever you are in the world, I hope that this podcast today finds you doing well. I hope that it finds you feeling the joy of the Lord and that you are continuing to press on in all that you do. I have been encouraged recently by just several messages and people reaching out of just general and new interest in this whole idea of using media, social media, technology, all of these tools available for us to be able to try to reach those who have never heard about Jesus. There are tons of different things that are out there. There's Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube ads, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest, you name it. WeChat. There's, I mean, there's so many things that are out there. Different communication channels, WhatsApp, Signal, Telegram, Line. So there's a lot that's going on. And it seems like in all of those that there are a lot of changes that are happening. One of the changes, though, that's happening across the big social media channels that I tend to work with uh, is in the area of relying upon machine learning and the algorithms themselves to try to get better results for you. And what I'm seeing is that in several of these different platforms, your ability to even change that, to not use that, is either being made harder to find or it's just going away and you don't have any choice in that one. Now, I would say that of the teams that I work with and the people that I train, just marketers in general, just not even in in Christian media circles, but just in the broad marketing circles, Facebook slash Instagram still is the biggest one where people are spending money. One of the reasons is just such a huge audience. And even though you may hear, depending on where you live, oh, well, people such and such aren't using it or this or that, broad geographical across the world global stats show it's still pretty strong. And even in some of those places where people think it's not doing as well, well, it's still there. Things are getting harder, privacy issues, pixels being blocked, things like that, different government laws like GDPR for the EU. Yes, all of those things are making things harder, but the reason why I like using and still use Facebook and Instagram ads is one of the key parts of my arsenal is because I can push content out in front of people even when they weren't thinking about it. 
So I'm pushing something instead of pulling. If they go to Google search or something else, or if they're on YouTube, which this is the second largest search engine in the world, they're already searching. They're looking for it. We're trying to pull them from that search engine result page to our website or to our content, our app, whatever that might be. With Facebook, Instagram, things like that, we're pushing content in front of them. But one of the reasons why this works well is because we can get really detailed and targeted when we start to create our audience, which means we don't have to necessarily spend thousands of dollars to try to get the message out if we've got the right audience, the right size for it, which was what I talked about in last week's podcast. But when you're getting into the creation of your ad now in that ad set area, one of those options in Facebook is either depending upon which version you have, like if they've rolled this out to you or not yet, but it is coming. But regardless, whether you see it or not yet, it is coming, and that is that they're getting rid of your ability to not use some of the detailed targeting expansion in the ad set area. Now, if you've trained with me, and if you've heard and watched any of my training videos on my Kavanaugh Media site, any of those, you will see me say, when it gets to this box that says detailed targeting expansion, and then there's a checkbox where it says reach people beyond your detailed targeting selections when it's likely to improve performance. And I tell everyone, don't check that because you aren't going to know what it is that makes people potentially click on something. So I tend to start with spiritual things, try to make my audience small enough for the budget that I'm using so that we know that it's people that have engaged with some sort of spiritual content. It does not mean that it's all positive, probably far from it in certain countries. But at least you know they're engaging with something that has to do with Jesus or the Bible or or something like that. So I do not use the detailed targeting expansion. And one of the things that Facebook is getting ready to roll out and to do is make it default for everyone. That's a huge thing. It's a big change. And truthfully, I wish Facebook would stop changing things. But same thing with Google. And what I keep noticing there is that what they're trying to do is to get better results for the average person running ads who maybe doesn't know what they're doing. They're trying to trust this machine learning. They're trying to to trust their data sets that they have and They're trying to get you results while making sure that the people that use that social media platform or search engine are liking what they're seeing. So they're trying to do all of these things and are relying upon their algorithms and data to try to increase the quality of the results. So what this happens and where this happens is in the area when you're running conversion So if that is your objective for conversions, right, in this objective, then it's it's going to automatically be there. Now, it's always been there for any objective you have beyond, I think, brand awareness and maybe reach. 
but it's going to be there now, it looks like, for almost anything. So when you go in there and you start saying, I want 18 to 35-year-old, male, female, you put the geographic location, you drop a pin, whatever that might be for your targeting, then you're going to have these exclusions that you add, the inclusions that you add there, which are the or statements of your audience, all of those things. Then this targeting expansion looks like it's just going to be on there for you as you get into it. So as you're optimizing for conversions and trying to, and a conversion, maybe I want to just define this for you. A conversion is when somebody has done something on your website or they, they've downloaded your Bible app. They've, they've done something that you said is of value to you. And so this is all set up with your pixel, with your events, all of these things. So once you have enough data of those, you can run a conversion ad saying, hey, Facebook, find me more people who will download a Bible or send us a message or whatever that might be. Okay, so conversion ads can be really good. They tend to cost more and your numbers will be lower Probably, not always, but usually, but they're higher quality because you're getting people who are more like those who have done high value things for your ministry. So the problem is that when this targeting expansion gets turned on, we don't know what Facebook, Instagram, what the algorithm, what the machine learning is doing to get these people to do something. Now, you might think, well, you know, John, I don't don't care. If we get more people to download the Bible or whatever, that's great. I agree. I think it's fantastic. But it gets really hard to to replicate that, to duplicate what it is that you're doing when you don't know what kind of things the algorithm is doing to find these people for you. They've changed and they're they're changing even more our lookalike audiences. So we've got our custom audiences, our lookalike audiences, all of these things. But I I don't know. I don't know what they did to make something happen. And and that's why I've never used it before is because there's a lot of this stuff where they say, well, it should and whatever. I I get I get it. I hear what Google's saying, I hear what Facebook is saying, but I like to know why and what is causing stuff so that we can do more testing, more A B test, and really dial down. We're not looking for more just clicks. We're looking for more people who are searching, who are seeking. All right. Now, as it is with most things with like Facebook and even with Google too, I'm not convinced that it works great at first, whatever they're doing, whatever changes they make. They, they roll it out, and then I feel like they have to go back in and start to, to back off the algorithm or try to change, give it more data, give it different directions, you know, whatever. And, and truthfully, that's what makes machine learning so powerful and exciting is the, the more data you give it, the better it gets. And, and that's fantastic, okay? I mean, it's being used all over the place, machine learning is. It, it's used even in the CT scans that I take for my cancer, to help diagnose, is this a, a cancerous tumor or, or something else there? So there's a lot of good from this. But when it comes to our targeting expansion and not even having the ability to turn it off, yeah, 
I'm not a fan of it right now. So we'll see what happens. We're going to see what takes place. If you're running conversion ads, will you let me know what you're seeing? Let me know if you're getting more of those conversions. Is the cost dropping? Is the quantity going up? Is the quality still good? Those are the things that I really want to see before I am confident that this is a great change. And when it comes to push to shove, when it all comes down to is it doesn't really matter. These changes happen and we just have to roll with them. We can't control everything. We can't control the software or whatever, but we have to continue to just show grit and grace and change with the changes. So I, I hope that you'll do that. If you're seeing these changes, if you're testing them, please reach out. Let us know what you're seeing, what discoveries you're finding. We're going to be testing in this area as well on different ad campaigns in different places. Just trying to see if this is a positive thing, neutral, or something that, uh, yeah, we're not really excited about. So I hope that, uh, I hope it's nothing. And in the meantime, don't stop just continuing to keep testing, pushing, and seeing what is going to work with your context. Now, next week's podcast is going to be a shift from a social media type of one to a a spiritual one in one sense where we're going to talk about media ministries, but we're going to talk about what at least one mission org is reaching out to me about, which is they're seeing a high burnout rate. They're seeing a lot of people really even just leaving the ministry. So we're going to talk about that, maybe some things that could be causing it, but also what can we do to make sure that we can stay in the race and keep pushing forward. So I hope you will tune into that. As always, thank you for what you do for the kingdom. We will continue to lift you up. Please rate this podcast, share it with other people, and may it be a blessing to you and to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.